Welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where Bachelor superfans and sisters, Alex and Sarah, discuss all things Bachelor Nation, typically with a glass of rosé in hand, our two true passions. So sit back with us, sip rosé with us, and enjoy the journey with us. kittens and cats uh, <laughs> no, that's the same oh okay what, I, what whatever it's a reference i shouldn't be i shouldn't be referencing the tiger king anyway it's, it's like a very <laughs> oh, it's tiger king. uh wow tiger king feels so long ago how long ago this tiger king was even pre-taping of the bachelorette Oh, I, I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This was a, it was a it was March. Tiger King yeah. was March. There was Tiger King and there was COVID, and that was just what the world was during this time. It's a real it's a real time capsule moment in our society. Um, but welcome, welcome back to another episode of Tasha Season. Uh, we left last week on a doozy and uh, a cliffhanger doozy that they barely paid off. <laughs> um, I know it was very disappointing. Very disappointing. She doesn't even care about what's in the box. I know. Oh, I'd actually like to follow up. For, I'm so sorry. I'd like to follow up from last episode. I'm a little embarrassed because I didn't, I was like not understanding the seven reference. And then I was like, what's the one with Will Smith? I was thinking of seven pounds. Oh, yes, you were. You Where were. he, because I was like, isn't it like the body parts weigh seven pounds? And you were like, what? But yes, that's what it is. It's like he donates all of his organs or something. <laughs> and like all of those together, because he, he killed seven people. So he needs to save seven people. Anyway, that's what I was referencing. Didn't want you guys to think I was an idiot. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you cleared that up, Sarah. Uh, also, I watched the What's in the Box scene, and I'm like, can Brad Pitt even act? Like, was this actually a good movie? It's a really, really, I think, I think if you watch the whole movie, that performance feels earned by the end, because you okay. watch sort of slowly become unglued. Um, so, I, like, it would, it makes sense that he would kind of act like uh, like he hit his brain. Like a maniac. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, this is a pro Brad Pitt podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. I know. I really do love Brad Pitt. I really do. I have nothing against him. Okay, good. Now we can move on. Um <laughs> so uh so we leave off with Atasha asking what's in the box and all we get is Bennett saying, Oh, it's a it's a present and she's like, Okay, well we're gonna talk. Um and then how did you feel about this this two-on-one scenario i don't know like to me it's like so obvious like i mean she's right she said it to bennett like you are condescending and i thought noah had a really salient point when he was just like i'm worried that 
you know, this is a side that he'll eventually reveal to you and treat you this way. And I'm yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's just in, in Bennett's DNA to be condescending. And like, he was picking apart the arguments and like, it, it's just, and, and all of them are arbitrary. It's like, what? who is this for? Like, why what, are you? Yeah. What's most baffling to me is, like, that she actually, like, really liked him and, like, felt sad. And I was like, why are we feeling sad about this? <laughs> Do you think she actually liked him? Or was she just trying to, like, be like, Noah? Like, was she just using that as a way to scold Noah? Uh, may- maybe. 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 Because to me, I, I don't see it with her and Bennett. Like, I, no, I, I don't see it either. But she's like calling him a good person. Like, this is where I worry about Tasha. It like maybe I do worry about the choices she's making. Wow, <laughs> like, are you a Bennett? Are you the Bennett <laughs> of this uh, of this conversation? I just worry. I just worry about her seeing the bigger picture. Like. Think about this. Hannah, okay, Hannah Brown, Hannah Brown does not count, right? But everyone before Hannah Brown, all the bachelorettes, their first impression roses, they picked. And I think that's always been like very telling about the bachelorette. And Hannah Brown's was like kind of an interesting thing because Luke actually shared what we thought were so many of the same values as her. So it was actually like very difficult for her, but I like, lasted a long time. Yeah. But like Tasha like picks, like gives her first impression of a suspenser. And then it's like, we never hear from this guy again. See, but that's, I actually kind of like that. Like I, I like that she was just like, okay, this guy is hot. And so I'm giving basically this first impression rose to the guy that I think is the hottest. And she's opened herself up to getting to know the other men. I don't mean to say that there's, there's an issue with it. I just think that it goes to show that she doesn't necessarily know what she wants. And I think that that's why like the thing with Bennett and the thing with Noah has been so conflicting because she's like, no, I think I really liked Bennett, but like, I don't think she know, like, I don't think that she actually knows. I think right. she feels very confusing and very overwhelmed, um, which of course, like, I, I don't want to put her down for that in any way. But yeah, it's like, I don't know that she knows what she wants the same way we've seen other bachelorettes know. Hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think part of that is, it could be her decision making and part of that could just be thrown into a situation of chaos. Um, and yeah. And prepared in the same way that, the other bachelorettes kind of have the time and luxury to do so. Well, that's true. And we've talked about this, like these people are all coming from six months of isolation and doing a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that like, I feel confused on a day-to-day basis sometimes about like what I just like want to do or what will make me feel good. <laughs> that it's like now Tasha's experience six months of isolation is now the bachelorette and is like whoa 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 yes 100 percent um luckily uh she does make the right decision uh she sends bennett home and he is doesn't really take it all that great uh there's like kind of a long awkward stroll and he's just like wow holy cow this is really happening like i to me, like we, he, he reveals his entitlement always. And 
rejection it like is not immune from that like he's he doesn't he can't accept it and we'll, and we know that because he comes back at the end yeah we'll get to. but i it's just, a like, luke it's a luke p move it's a luke p me she it's, was like she's like leave and then he won it and then he comes back sorry so it's, shows you who they are believe them uh said oprah said maya angelo like this is just not a wait who said it first though maya and then oprah brought it into like brought it into the cultural zeitgeist like well mm. no maya did but oprah you know oprah has has, has her oprah reach and then reese witherspoon <laughs> then reese witherspoon and then and then me to you guys right now <laughs> Uh, the chain of command. Um, I just, I, I, I like actually really did feel for for Noah. I don't think he was actually crying, but I did think he had an emotional response. No, I think he was just um, had to clear his throat because he was pounding Tic Tacs. Right oh my god, he was chugging Tic Tacs. It was so crazy. It was almost like he was preparing for the kiss. Yeah, but he was like, he was like downing. <laughs> It was so funny. And she's like, no, no, no. Don't you dare smile. This is not a victory for you, Noah. <laughs> I know. I know. Tasha is, it, she's, it is very interesting. Like, guys are happy around her. And she's like, don't be happy. <laughs> well, like, I mean, you're not getting a kiss right now. <laughs> oh, well, she said that to Bennett at the end. Well, when she's, she's that is not the first time that she has done that. When she's in scolding mode, she gets in mode because normally she is kind of, I mean, to me, I think she is somebody who likes to have fun. I think. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And I like this, but I also like this about her. Like if she's not in the mood to like kiss and play around with you, then she's like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I loved it. Thank you, Tasha. Um, well, she does end up keeping Noah around, uh, and then we say goodbye to uh, we say goodbye to Ed, Demar, Spencer, and who am I forgetting? No, I think just those three. Oh, and okay. Bennett. And Bennett. Okay. Um, Demar, I'm shocked. I'm not shocked because, like, I I like Demar, and I like want great greater and amazing things for him within the bachelor nation but she just doesn't seem into him like yeah. she, she made him get up from the table which devastated me and i refused to acknowledge it and i said it was a production oh yeah he, he also did. wrote the really good song but she didn't wrote pick. that amazing song. yeah like i think he continues to show up for her remember he made her mimosas on that yeah, on yeah. the child day i think he's continued to show up for her and be really cute and sweet and she hasn't really met him where he is at with her. This is why Tasha and I could be friends because we don't like the same men. Mm, mm, okay. Who would you pick for yourself in this in this group? Of who's left? Uh, yeah, or people who were like a like of a, the people probably Demar because he's like the most all, fun. I mean. Out of everyone in this episode, including the people who were who were let go. Yeah, so probably Damar. Okay. At, of who's left? Mm. I don't know. Maybe there Zach, but I worry about Zach. <laughs> I was about to say there is a right answer. Oh, 
um ivan is the right answer i know but that's the thing like she's clearly into ivan and she really likes him and i think that ivan's great for her because i think ivan is actually the only guy that really feels like she like she's allowed to open up and i think that ivan's like a really great person i would love for them to end up together but i don't think ivan and i would end up together (laughs) but you and damar would but me and damar would absolutely end up we we appreciate fun music I actually see that for you. I feel like you and Damar are a similar wavelength. Okay. I think so too. I yeah. felt very into him from like the minute we've like started to get to know him. Yeah. Oh, well, too bad because you'll never see him again. I know. Oh, Damar. Journey is okay. Bad, so, okay, so they're going to Ed, who was a big player, and now, you know, he kind of just faded into the background. We did get a very funny shot of Ed looking through the present and laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. I, I think Ed, I think Ed's all right. I, I think, think Ed is okay, too. I think he's all right. I don't hate him. I mean, his biggest mistake was aligning himself with Bennett. Well, that and pretending he had an injury during the wrestling. <laughs> um so loved having jojo there she comes and tells the guys that taisha is in fact falling in love and next week is hometowns is it gonna be zoom hometowns we were discussing this i hope so because at this point i'm just thinking logistically like if hometowns is next then all of those family members would have to quarantine too yeah. So at this point, Tasha would already have to know who she's bringing home in order for that family. Oh, you're right. They can't just like ask seven families to quarantine and then only three of them or four or whatever. Four, four, right? Yeah. I don't know. I presume maybe they fly them in. They're flying everyone else under the sun in. <laughs> I just feel like it's not a, it's not, that's true. But most of those people are California people. Yeah. But that could travel. Right. That can like get in their cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It just feels unsafe. And I I mean, we're also viewing it through the lens of living now in the holiday season where, you know, we've we've been advised to stay, to stay home um, with the numbers rising like there was a time in the summer that people were like yeah I'll get on a plane I know we have to remember things were like at least where I live numbers were like going down 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 every day in the summer yeah it's pretty crazy so like it's people did start to get like okay yeah I can like do this and now it's like back to Tiger King times we're back to Tiger King times, a real time capsule. Only now we have the undoing. I guess that's like the closest thing that we have. You know what? I haven't watched any of this stuff. I haven't watched the undoing. I haven't watched on that chess one. <laughs> oh, Queen's Gambit. Uh, I'm also watching, right now I'm watching The Flight Attendant and Sarah, you would love it. It sounds like something I'd love. What is it? It's Kaylee Kuoko as a flight attendant and she just lives this like, amazing glamorous life she travels everywhere it, she like hooks up with hot guys she drinks oh. places and then she ends up going with this home with a smoke show and then you know they hook up a bunch and then she wakes up 
and he's dead. <gasps> okay, yes, I saw a trailer for this. It looks good. Okay, I should watch that. I'm, I am racing against the clock right now. I mean, in a way that is stressful. It's keeping me up at night. I'm trying to get the West Wing done before it leaves Netflix in like literally two weeks. But then it goes to HBO Max. Do you guys not have it? You know, we don't have it, but I would get it. You should get it. Do you have HBO? We HBO is the one that we don't have. We use Adam's brother's HBO. I don't know if he knows that, but we do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever. We could talk offline about this, but I'll give you my password because that's where all the good shows are. Yeah, um, I think that um, we. I think we just need to get it. But yeah, I, so I haven't watched like any of this stuff, but I'm. We'll talk yeah. offline. Um, okay, I love it. Okay. Um. So the next night, so it's, I guess it is starting to get real. Like it's going to happen. Like, yeah, people are going to meet her family. And I think that's starting. Well, she's going to meet theirs first. Oh yes. Right, right, right. And this is where we see Zach kind of have like a really emotional reaction. This is where I, this is why I'm nervous. I, I'm, I really overall, I really, really like these guys. I do. The, you know, there's the select few that are annoying, but I think as a whole, it's a really good group. However, I think a lot of them are in the early stages of reconciling their past. Mm-hmm. And it is not to say that they are not deserving of a relationship or not deserving of love. However, this is not just getting into a relationship. This is getting engaged. Mm -hmm. And this is a major life step while they're dealing with all of this stuff. Do you think, you think Zach is somebody who's in the early stages because he's been sober for quite a while and he like acts as a, I think he's like a counselor um, for addicts. Maybe not, maybe early stages isn't the right way to say it, but he, you know, he, yeah, I, and, and yeah, maybe, maybe Zach's not quite as worrisome, honestly, it, but he's got, like, he's gone through a lot and it seems like he's really, like, he's very concerned about, I mean, he has a full on breakdown about hometowns and anytime I breakdown or was it like a moment of gratitude? Like, did I know? I'm like, did I watch? Really? I felt like he was nervous. So I, I felt like he was like overwhelmed. He's just like, this is somebody that I, I love. Okay. Maybe I didn't read into it very well. Well, maybe, I don't know, this, this is like, we're open to interpretation here. Like, it's- Well, I think that there's multiple things that happened in this episode with some of these guys that revealed stuff that I couldn't really tell what the temperature was. Mm. So I think this was one of them. Mm-hmm. What was the other you, one? Riley talking about his father and his name change. And I understand this is a really difficult thing to talk about. And he was very, very vulnerable. So I don't, I'm not trying to say that he needed to have like some eloquent, very clear speech, but I still don't really know like really what exactly happened with his dad. I can't quite tell what his feelings towards his father are. Um, Not that he needs to have them all figured out, but I mean, I just feel like we are seeing these men deal with things IRL. 
That's true. And I felt that a little bit more with Riley than I think I did with Zach. Zach, I think, is somebody who's just been through a lot and like very much lives in the present and feels things very deeply. And I think those people are vulnerable to addiction. Yeah. Um, whereas like Riley, it does seem like he is kind of processing. I actually wondered if things were intentionally left out because I was having a little bit of a hard time tracking. But the Yeah, it could have been. I wonder yeah. if left out intentionally because uh, he just didn't want the world. Yeah, which is, which is fine, which is fine. I don't need to know, but why don't we talk about Ben? Okay. Oh um, my gosh. Well, first of all, fun, fun day. Really cute fun day. <laughs> like all these people can ever do is have a scavenger hunt because it's the only thing to do around them. <laughs> and then they were like, and we've met like a special place. It's an oasis. And it's like the same place that Claire went uh, with that guy back. I think there was another Zach uh, to like, when she sent him home. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. His, he didn't like the spa. Yeah, there's like nothing. Like there's like nothing else to do. Like yeah, um, they're at the spa. There's nowhere else to go. <laughs> so something that I felt very interesting. I well, I'll say it right now. I really like Ben. I really do. I do too. Um, <laughs> something that I kind of really liked about him here is they're talking. She's like, I want to know more. I want to know more. And he's like, Well you really haven't asked me anything. So like, ask me like I, and I don't, I didn't feel anger from him, but I liked that he like kind of called her out. Cause it's, I, I feel like we've been talking about this. Like Tasha sits down and she's like, tell me everything. And guys are like, um, okay. I haven't talked to my father for 15 years. <laughs> like, like, no, I mean like everything. I know. And so she doesn't, she's not very good about kind of like the conversation prompt, I guess, if you will. And so I did kind of like that he called her out and he was like, ask me something, ask me literally anything. And all she had to ask him was like, what did she say? Who are you closest with? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, look at this like whole world that somebody opened up to you about. I mean, this was incredibly devastating. So devastating. Did not happen that long ago. He has survived, thank God, two attempted suicides and hasn't really told anybody until right now. Yeah, um, I think we are really experiencing um, like an emotional journey with Ben that he seems to be on the uprising. Uh, like he seems to be on the up, but like you were pointing out earlier, I. I don't think he's fully there yet. I think he has just a lot of processing to do. Um, and, and he's I, in therapy and he's been in therapy. So it shows that, yes, he's he's doing the work, to, you know, yeah, to get better. He's working really, really hard at it. And I love it. And you can kind of tell, I mean, he even when he was first introduced to introduced to Claire, like he he had that those deep breathing exercises. Yeah, yeah. He's significantly better at articulating what he's been through than than Tasha. Like I, he seems to have like those therapy language to back up talking about his experience, and he seems to have a good perspective. Um, it just still seems like he's in need of a little. I, I mean, this is just my read on it. Like a, just a little bit more time. Um, Working well, on the it. last one was just in 2019, which was really just last year, right? Um, so, yeah, and then followed up with 2020, which is 
the hardest year ever. I mean, yeah, it's, it is, it was something pretty amazing to watch. Cause like you said, we're watching, we're, we're kind of watching this guy get better as he goes. And I think ultimately this will be such a good experience, right? Because he's learning to share all these parts of himself and we've seen him now be incredibly vulnerable and incredibly brave twice. I mean, he, you know, cause he had the, the eating disorder that he talked about. Um, yeah. I- Sorry, go for it. No, I just, I think that it's actually pretty inspiring to watch. Oh, me too. Um, And it's so interesting because I think by sharing his experience, he's letting people who fall victim to the same thing as he does, which is not wanting to burden anyone with their problems, a, uh, like a, a solution to, or not a solution, but like a way out, like, yeah talking about your problems is actually going to make things better like people want to be able to connect people want to be able to help each other get through stuff it doesn't you're not a burden if you have a feeling um it was just really devastating he's also like we don't know what his military experience is like he could have there there's a lot of stuff that he might need to talk about yeah and i yeah I worry about, I do not worry about him. I worry about him and Tasha. Well, yes. And I think her response was pretty telling as to why this might not be the right couple. Um, because he says all these incredibly vulnerable things. And she's like, see, that wasn't so hard. Like that was like basically her response. Like she doesn't really engage him in the conversation. She just doesn't. She doesn't do this with any of them. And she doesn't do this with any of them. Yes. This is what she asks them. We we talk about this every week. She asks these men to open themselves up. And I mean, these guys are tearing themselves open for her. And she gives nothing in return. I don't mean to say that she needs to share like a sob story every time they share something, but she doesn't engage. Well, she doesn't even have follow-up questions. It doesn't even have to be. He literally said that that was really scary to share all of that. And she said, really? Like, girl, did you even listen? Yeah. Charlie also made the observation last night that like he, she does this thing when she's listening where she has a poker face the entire time. So you don't know how these words are being received. So she, and then you wait for her emotional response after. It's like she reveals what her response or her opinion is after, rather than creating a safe space for them to be able to come to her. I don't know. I, like if you if she's gonna end up with somebody, she needs to end up with somebody who doesn't need that from her, who has figured out how to do that on their own. Somebody well, that's why I feel that. like Ivan is such a good match for her. Or Zach. Or Zach. Or Zach, yeah. yeah. Whereas Ben is going to need a little bit more emotional support because he's experienced trauma within a very short period of time from now. Yeah, from- I just don't know that she can like give him what he needs in a life partner. Mm-hmm. But I really, I really like him. And I think that there is so much good to come from him just in this world in general. And um, I just, yeah, I feel grateful for him for sharing all of that. Rooting for Ben. I think he's like, I think he's doing a lot of work for men out there by, by example. So yeah, pro, pro Ben. 
Uh, okay, should we talk about this group date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was ridiculous. I mean, do you, how truthful do you think this all was? I mean, JoJo, like, there are people whose jobs it is to, uh, like, administer lie detector tests. Like, and I do not believe JoJo is qualified to do that. Love JoJo. Want her to stick around forever. Love her sweet little pet supportive pats on the back that she gives Tasha. I don't think she's qualified to give a lie detector test. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. This is where they cut corners of they deciding who cannot come in, the person to administer the lie detector test. They'll bring in anyone else that's interested, whatever <laughs> artist, but we can't bring in the guy that administers the, the We can lie bring in Adam Hambrick, who was the indie artist who played at the he end of the artist. But we can't get a lie detector guy? Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Zach talks about cheating, which was like really cute and funny because it was just oh. like a sixth grade girlfriend. <laughs> I like the way that Zach tells stories. Like, <laughs> like I love he tells the whole thing. He's like, you know, and we were in love. Uh, and then it's like, a, you know, he has the details. And then like he leaves, like the, he has a big reveal at the end. And he was like, and that happened when I was 12 years old. Yeah, he's like, we went to the Bolarama. <laughs> the Bolarama. <laughs> it was That's really a good. That's amazing way to tell a story. Zach. So, Brendan, like, really failed basically everything. He's like, I hope I'm ready. And it was like, lie. <laughs> yeah. Also, my other favorite one was Noah saying uh, that a woman's never faked an orgasm with him. <laughs> Right. Uh, and like I'm sorry like how do you even know um well, actually, face was literally like okay <laughs> I also loved when they asked if he missed his mustache and he said no and it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm it, sorry I do <laughs> I miss him I prefer him with it I know um, you do I think he's so much more attractive without it Nah, not me. Um, but let's get back to Brendan because I think Brendan has probably been one of her front runners. And I think that this test must have really hurt her feelings. Our mom doesn't get what she sees in him. She's like, that guy's weird. <laughs> oh, I think he's so sweet. I keep forgetting his name. So I keep writing him down as turtleneck because he's always oh, wearing one. That is his calling card look, of course. I, I do like I do like him. Like I really like all of them. Like I actually really I have something nice to say about every single one of them. But yeah, you're right. I think that her feelings were really hurt because she has really, really liked him from the beginning. I mean, I think I think he I mean, it's exactly what he said. And they had kind of that post talk um, where he was just like, I, it wasn't just me who went through this divorce. It was my family and it was really, really traumatic for them. So I really have to be judicious about who I introduce them to next. It has to be someone that I know is the one. And unfortunately, this format of this show doesn't allow that assurance. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think I'm assuming they're setting this up so we see these problems play out on the show because I don't think this is the end of of the I am worried about introducing you to my family storyline. 
Yeah, I don't think it is either. I think a lot of this episode was actual, was set up for a lot of them, like just for what's to come for most of them. Yeah. Um, Riley had, you know, we talked, we touched on, on Riley. Um, yeah. Ivan's was cute. He is aroused by Tasha and he wants children. Pass, pass. <laughs> I also thought what Zach said was really cute where it was just like, you know, I didn't like today because I had, the, the I know, test, had to reveal what I wanted to tell you, how I felt about you in person. I, I'm pro Zach. I, I like him. No, um, me too. I like him a lot. I like, I, I, I really like all of them. It, it honestly, well, obviously it, it, so does Tasha. so much so that she's like, I, I love you all. I can't give <laughs> anyone the rose. Like they're all amazing. S- Okay, so let's talk about this. So, so interesting, right? I wondered if some of them were going to feel triggered because Claire did the exact same thing, but for the absolute opposite reason. <laughs> it was literally like like that exact scene flipped upside down. Yeah, yeah, I know. Tasha was like, all of you gave me so much. I literally don't know who to pick. And Claire's like, none of y'all gave me anything. I pick myself. <laughs> And that I just, I'll never forget him being like, um, yeah, I would just like to like talk about us. I wouldn't love to talk about Dale. And she's like, yeah, but what did he mean when he said that about Dale? <laughs> Blair feels like a lifetime ago. I know. That's like Tiger King. Like <laughs> Claire and Tiger King live in the same universe. Yup. Um, and so, but yeah, I was like, oh my God, I wonder if these guys are going to get like really, really triggered by <laughs> Like, oh geez, not again. <laughs> um, okay. So then the episode ends and we touched on it a little bit with a return from Bennett. Uh, and he, all- he, he doesn't even say I'm falling in love with you. He just straight up says, I love you. And she's like, this is what I've always wanted. Somebody to come to my doorstep and tell me that they love me. And it's like, oh. That stuff we... only happens when the the other person has done something wrong and unforgivable. Like those big romantic overtures happen when somebody's fucked up. Like you don't want that. <laughs> you want yes. You're place. like subscribing to the idea that like, I didn't realize I loved you until I lost you. And it's like, well, too late, bud. That's not, that's like the, those are people who chase like the dramatics of love. And like what love is, is just feeling comfortable in yourself. Yeah, kind of just like feeling chill. (laughs) Feels super chill. And it's awesome. (laughs) I know. I, I know. I can't, I I don't think that this is going to be a thing. I, I think that they've been trying to play it up with the, like, do you regret sending somebody home? And she says no. And then, like, the lie detector test says that she's lying. I think this is just, like, a dumb setup. It's going to happen for, like, two seconds. She's going to be like, Bennett. Ugh. Bennett. Ugh. I can't get it. And then that. he's, yeah. And then, like, he, it, it's not actually going to be a thing. And then after we deal with that, we have to go watch her have a one-on-one with Blake Moyes. <laughs> Oh God! I, day I, ever. Why is this? Is no shade to Blake because I actually really like him, but we have not seen them interact at all. Like he was a major player on Claire's season, and like he just fades into the background on this one. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I, do, I don't want to see this date. I'm not. I think that this date is going to be purely to send him home. 
So if you, who do you think goes to hometowns, assuming that it's just four people, like normal, right? Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Um, ben, Zach. Zach, Ivan, and Brendan. Well, and then if not Brendan, Riley. And I was going to say, if not Riley, I feel like Riley could kind of replace any of those guys too. Yeah. Like Riley's kind of like, Yeah. Yeah, so that means Noah wouldn't get to go and Blake. Aww. They're going to be fine. <laughs> I bet so many girls are already sliding into your DMs, boys. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ben, Zach, Brendan, Ivan, and perhaps Riley. Yeah. Wow, she's going to have a really – that's a tough decision. That's a tough decision. Got some good guys. Some Those good are five guys. really good guys, yeah. I really think that I really think Zach or Ivan, it should be one of either one of those two. And I feel very strongly about that. I think that they'll both go. I think if it comes down to anyone, it would be between Brendan and Riley. Mm, who she should end up with. Oh, sorry. Yours. I'm just saying, sorry, of who should go to hometowns. Oh, who's going to hometowns. Oh, I think. Oh. I think kind of those are like the outliers, but yeah, I think, I think when it comes down to the final two, Ivan and Zach make the most sense. I agree. I agree. Okay. Well, next week we have a double episode. Um, we have, yeah. air on, there's going to be one that's going to air on Monday and then there's going to be one that airs on Tuesday. So, uh, our episode will cover both of those and come out at the same time and come out at the same time. Um, sorry again for our technical difficulties last week. Um, <laughs> we appreciate you sticking with us and we've had a blast chatting about this. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Sorry. I don't know what to say. So much, you guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, also, I want to just give a quick congratulations to the Lanes. They're pregnant. Lauren Lane and Kristen, oh. they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I'd like to say congrats. And we're also um, seeing a lot of promos for um, Matt's season. And I'm really excited. Me too. And he is just like, he's on the screen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, you're the most handsome man that ever Has existed. Been on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Tyler is like. And need to be best friends because, like, they, yeah. they are their own. They are living in a whole different but I, I just feel like that's if someone's like the bachelor, like that's actually who I picture. Oh yeah, for sure. Is Matt James, right? <laughs> yeah, he's like very 007. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, well, keep on keeping on. Up and at him. Bye. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe. And of course, the journey doesn't end here. Follow us on social media at Sarah Elizabeth Franklin and at Alex Ryan Frank. See you later. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. 
Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media. Or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire. 